What do I do when someone takes credit for my work? How do I protect my work from being stolen in the first place? Today we're going to be talking about a very common occurrence where your work suddenly gets stolen by your colleague. Stay tuned to hear about what happened to me when I was at work and how I handled it when someone tried to do the exact same thing. You are listening to the Career Path Angel Show, where we talk all about career, business, positive mindset, self-development, and many other fun and exciting topics with one goal in mind, to help new working professionals to fast track their careers in the corporate world. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive right in. Here is your host, Angel Mary. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Career Path Angel Show. Welcome back to another very interesting episode. We are talking about taking credit. Yes, a very, very common topic that we often don't want to really deal with because it means confronting someone in a workplace setting. And boy, do I have a story for you today. Before I get into that, if you haven't yet hit subscribe, I would really appreciate it. And I do try to get one episode out every week. Sometimes it might be once every two weeks, especially coming with holidays. So just wanted to keep you posted on. If you don't see one coming, it's usually because there might be a holiday that week. All right, let's just get into it now. I think this story will be very interesting because it happened over email. And yes, this is actually the way it will always be happening because most people are working from home now. But at the time when this happened, it was when I had a person in the office with me and this person was just literally down the hall from me. And I was rather new in the company at the time. Uh, I was not yet in a leadership position. This was one of my entry-level positions. And I was really excited, a little naive, I think, even at that time, not realizing the kind of workplace games and politics that may occur when you get into a corporate environment. But anyway, I'm very fresh. I'm very excited. And I start, you know, talking to different colleagues. And then there was this uh, woman who wasn't actually anyone I reported to. But she came in with a very dominant personality and she liked to direct people because she would be traveling between offices and she liked to say that she came from corporate. She didn't really have any authority over me, but I think that sort of intimidation tactic or posturing did impact me at the time. And being that I was very new and I didn't quite know where everybody stood and I was still figuring out how people and their personalities were I didn't really want to ruffle feathers so when she said she was whatever she was I took her at her word I don't want to ruffle any further feathers. I'm a new employee and I just waited to see how things would shake out and really the first thing that she did was she came to me and she was she really liked my work product and she said that you know there was a a, a, a big head guy in the corporate office the corporate head let's call him corporate head that really needs this Excel file filled out. And, you know, uh, it w- it's so important for the department to get this done. And I said, sure, I can do it. I'm, I'm really good at Excel. And to me, it felt like I was doing something that was important for the team. And I volunteered, and I felt like that's what I'm supposed to be doing, being very proactive, 
working to learn every skill I possibly can because I did remember I had goals I wanted to move up the ranks quickly and the fastest way to do that is to learn every single role in the department that you are uh, working in so I saw this as an opportunity because if your question is why I would do it that's really what the reason is and being proactive should never be something that you're penalized for but that can happen if you are not careful and that's what happened to me here so I worked on this excel file filled out all the information took me hours in between the work they had already assigned for me I basically got duped because she said she was from the corporate office she wasn't anything over me but I was duped as a new employee and I did everything handed it over directly to her then she sent it over to the corporate head that often conversed with our other department people and cut me out of the email. And I was flabbergasted because at the time I was just waiting for the email to come and nothing happened. And that was a very blatant, you know, it's, it wasn't an underhanded thing. She did it very blatantly and very ballsy, I might add, that she was just two doors down from me. So I, you know, I had to talk it over with, some of my other friends who were in corporate because I had never experienced this and at that time I was definitely still very green and a lot of my good friends were had they have a, a few years under their belt so one of my friends said what you really need to do is you need to go talk to her and let her know that what she did made you uncomfortable that you thought you were working together and that her cutting you out of the email made you feel very upset and left out and if you say it in a way where you say the word uncomfortable then she will back off because she doesn't want to have a problem and I did follow that advice I did approach her and I told her how I felt I I also told my boss and my boss told me straight up listen just because she says she's from there doesn't mean that she has anything over you um, you're only a few weeks in here and you know next time anyone comes over to you you know just make sure it's something that I've already said you know it's coming from me and that was of course also my mistake right I was new I didn't go to my boss and check hey is this something I should be doing I was just ready to take on everything that was something I had to learn so here I am going up to her and she I mean this is something that is does take some um, finesse you need to be able to talk to another person, be ready for conflict, and you don't know how they're going to respond. But I approached it from a teamwork perspective, and I handled it from the standpoint of I was very uncomfortable that it happened. I thought we were a team. I want to work with you. I want to work together. And I used words where I wouldn't alienate her. And I initially, she was very defensive. She said, you know, I'm, you know, that's, that's not what I meant to do. And, you know, yeah, 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 we were, you know, but she was, she knew when I said it, uh, that I was uncomfortable, and she knew she got caught, you know, she backed down immediately. But I do think my approach helped it not escalate. I think if I approached it accusatory, you do this, you do this, I actually approached it, I heard that you had sent the email out, I was excluded. I feel very uncomfortable with that, that you took the work and, you know, you didn't even include me on the email, didn't even mention that I had done all of that work. Spent I took hours completing and, you know, I would have hoped to have gotten some credit and, you know, she, 
she said, oh, well, you know, she didn't mean it, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, she's she needs to check it before he sends it. But she didn't check anything. She just sent it just like that. You know, she just sent it directly to him. And I think that from that point forward, I realized I'm not going to be sending anything through anybody. If I can send it directly to them, I'm going to do it. Now, if it's your own boss, though, she she's here. She was not actually someone who was above me. She behaved like she was, but she was not. She was just someone who visits from office to office, who worked in our department during that period, but she had no authority over me, and I made a mistake. You know, so that's trusting a colleague. Uh, what happens when this is your own boss? Now, that's different. If it's your own boss and not a peer, I would never recommend you sending it directly to the source uh, that needs it because there is usually a chain of command that happens in management and you're part of your boss's team. So if your manager is requesting work from you, he or she maybe or they are sending it to somebody in another department and they are going to be using the work with their teams. So there's no need for you to cut over your boss, sending it directly to someone in a managerial position. That would be really your boss's arena to handle. So there's some structural levels in a corporate environment that you have to be clear that your boss is cool with you sending that stuff. Some people don't want their employees sending messages to other directors. So you have to be very clear with your communication with your boss on that. Now I want to just touch on what you can do when you notice that somebody is constantly taking your ideas and reframing them as their own ideas. And sometimes this happens because maybe you're talking about an idea among your colleagues and then the person hears it and they might unconsciously do it or maybe they're doing it on purpose. But how do you respond? What do you do? Well, the first thing I'm going to tell you is definitely don't lose your cool. Keep calm and be as rational as possible in your demeanor. If you lose your temper, you're going to look like you're totally irrational and don't know how to control your emotions. And you look out of control, which actually makes you immediately look like the one in the wrong, whether it's fair or not. So I strongly advise against that. Then I would say something that would maybe steer it. You want to finesse the conversation. So you want to steer the conversation back to you. So you could say something like, yeah, that's exactly the point I was talking about. And then say, yeah, I, I totally agree. It's a great idea. And then just continue the conversation so you're steering the conversation. That's one way to do it live in the moment when you're in a maybe a meeting, conference call, something where somebody is taking an idea that you know that you have already talked about and they're trying to steal it right in front of your face. Usually people are very, very bold and they don't expect someone's going to jump in and do something like that. So if you can jump in and try to steer the conversation in a kind way where you're trying to make a, you're being in agreement say oh I think that's a great idea I'm glad you agree with the great idea you know or I'm glad you agree with this idea that I thought of 
just try and make it light and then just pull it right back and then just t keep talking about it. If the person keeps doing it over and over again, um, you take the same approach I did. I mean, I didn't wait for multiple attempts. I went immediately to the person because I felt like I, I guess I'm a very bold person, so I didn't wait. <laughs> but I don't advise you to do it immediately because truthfully, it probably was better if I had waited a couple of more times. Um, but I w I'm a very direct person. I think sometimes it could be by accident. She said it was by accident, but, uh, you know, she didn't even mention in the email that I contributed. So it's not just simply cutting me out. It's also not mentioning it that, hey, we're, we worked on this together. That's actually the appropriate way to handle any type of work product that you are sending. If somebody has contributed to that work in any way, shape, or form, and you're presenting it to someone else, and that person is in your company, and you're working together, or you're working on a deal together, you always give credit to the person that has contributed that work, right? So if that person not doing that, that's exactly what she did to me. She's not doing that, then that's how I knew. So anyways, going back to the points of what you can do in the moment. So you jump in, you don't you keep your cool, you jump in, you try to steer the conversation back. If that doesn't work, you approach them. Uh, you have to remember in the moment when you're approaching them, often individuals who still work, they are insecure individuals. They are people who have and insecurity about their own work product. They see your work as superior to you, their own work. And it is actually because they think you're smart that they're taking it from you. They're, I mean, they're not gonna steal from someone who is gonna constantly make mistakes. So I would always approach it from the standpoint of you're not trying to, you know, kick someone when they're down. You're just trying to um, get back on the same page as team members you may not trust the person but you have to acknowledge that you know what's going on and you don't like it and sometimes simply acknowledging that stops the issue and that's being an adult about it you know and approaching it in a professional way hey it made me really uncomfortable when you mentioned in the meeting that you worked on this when I actually contributed XYZ on all of these points and I wish you had either included me on that or didn't take all the credit or something. So you, you acknowledge that that's something that that way they know, hey, I'm on to you, buddy. I do the work and I know that you are trying to take credit from me. So it's about finessing your communication in a way that the other person can hear it, but not be so angry and coming from a place of wanting to have teamwork and that usually helps alleviate these situations it might make things a little weird initially but people get over it and other than that i think that as a colleague our job is to make others feel good about themselves also because there just isn't enough positive reinforcement out there so if you want to be in good graces with your colleagues and you don't want them to be thinking about taking your things, a good way to keep them in your good graces is to constantly compliment them when they help you with things. And that's a good way to build trust. And people really like hearing compliments about anything they, they do at work because how often do you get thank yous really? And that's really my parting advice today is 
I want to end it with gratitude. I have a lot of gratitude actually for all the people who have been listening to the podcast. I am so, so excited that we have reached a couple of milestones in just listenership over the last, it's, we're probably at our, I believe I'm at the 11 week mark now this week. So that's very exciting. And uh, I just want to thank you guys. I'm very honored and humbled to be doing this. I'm hoping that I'm helping somebody out there (laughs) with the advice that I'm sharing here. And I'm hoping to get some more really exciting interviews in the upcoming weeks. Fall is coming. We have some great, great people uh, that I want to share their expertise on. And they're all lovely, lovely people. And I hope you stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Career Path Angel Show with Angel Mary. Something you want to hear Angel talk about on the show? Contact Angel through Instagram or TikTok to let her know. Hit subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode and be sure to share it with your friends. Till next time, stay confident, stay positive, and never give up.